Hey guys, welcome back to the Year Podcast. Today we're going to be mixing it up a little bit. I'm bringing you some Halloween episodes right smack in the middle of March. So we got uh, Ryan and Michael coming on the show today. They run a haunted house in Twin Falls, Idaho called Fear Inc. Presents the Carnival of Extraordinary Wonders. And I've seen the pictures on their Facebook page. You guys should definitely go check that out. But uh, yeah, let's get into the episode. Sorry it was late. The audio screwed up. Man, I was going till like 5 in the morning trying to get it to go. But uh, got it up on Tuesday. Better than nothing. Michael Gordon. I live here in Twin Falls, Idaho with my friend Ryan. We work on a haunted house uh, in her home every year here in Twin Falls, Idaho. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty great. So I'm Ryan. Um, and yeah, uh, probably, oh gosh, I don't even know how long it's been. Uh, well, maybe... you've been doing it for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, I've been doing it for a while. Um, gosh, I must have been like it must be going on 15, 20 years now, um, for home haunts, um, and just, you know, uh, decorating it, going all out for, for Halloween and participating in, in the Halloween season, but we've been, my, my parents and I have been doing it for a very, very long time, and then we wrangled Gordon into (laughs) coming and helping, and mostly just maybe some muscle and some, some great ideas. Well, the, the first time I was exposed to it, it was just like a, a plus one, was like a date for my roommate who's gonna come check out your rig <laughs> and it's like a like a kid in a candy store I just got transfixed by all the decorations that you had up and and kind of threw myself into it like if you really really think back about it you didn't actually invite me to come help I was like can I come please sure. can I help I'll put up I'll put up cobwebs and <laughs> every year has been taking off uh, time <clears throat> for vacation from work to to be a part of it ever since and it is a lot of labor you you pull muscles the one year i injured my elbow when we were taking down some sheets from a wall there's a lot of a lot of sweat that goes into it that some people don't realize looking at it from the outside but it's the one thing that i look forward to every single year that other vacations and holidays can't touch yeah what uh what originally got you into it (laughs) oh that's a really funny story um so my my parents growing up were were always into Halloween and I I remember uh being a young kid and um I just like the idea of scaring people I love to go to haunted houses as a kid we had a couple around here that was they were ran by like the boy scouts or or charitable um causes and I remember thinking you know I that's something I would love to do and I just got really into it so my dad one year and I must have been oh gosh maybe 14-ish. Um, my, I talked my dad into building a coffin. I still have the coffin, by the way. It is a very, it's heavy. It's, heavy. <laughs> it's not even that well built, to be honest with you, but oh, it's dirty. Um, we, we put that out on the front lawn and I talked my parents and it let me lay in the coffin. 
and just scared trick-or-treaters coming up to the house. I don't even, I think it was just part of me was being a teen and just wanted to scare the crud out of someone. Mm -hmm. And then the other part was just that fascination that I had with Halloween. And I remember laying in the coffin and I didn't know timing or anything. I knew nothing about this, but I sat up in the coffin and the poor lady, she was holding the baby in one hand and the other kid was in the other hand, but he took off running and all we could do was laugh. I didn't even know how to respond, but we're laughing so hard. And then from then on out, it was just like, we got to go big. And so my parents started buying more and more stuff. And then I, um, they, they had all the inside of their house decorated. And I remember when we had moved, they decorated the inside of their house and somebody comes in and they're like, they're poking their head, like in the, in the house and they're like looking all around and I was like what are you what are you doing this is really weird and they're like I want to see all this stuff I just let them in and my mom's like what are you doing and I'm like letting them in they want to see the stuff I mean what's the point of having all the stuff if we don't let people um see the stuff and that's kind of like how we how we started going my mom's like yeah you, you've got a point and then um yeah we just got bigger and um more stuff every year and now it's at their house and at my house and all the places that we can store stuff basically so do you guys have like a walkthrough or how how is it laid out most years yeah it's a walkthrough most years so obviously this uh most recent one due to the coof uh yeah. we just kept it to the lawn but it's been walkthroughs in the backyard one year was really really elaborate and they fused half of their home into the walkthrough that was an interesting experiment it was it was a really good one but i couldn't imagine like i got to go home i got, I got to sleep in a normal bed but your guys's your guys's bedroom was turned into a a crime scene that you had to you had to, to sleep around for a couple of days leading up to the actual haunt itself and you know you, you think as fun as that is, these are effectively mostly strangers. Yeah. Walking through the house. Right. It's like, man, how much of my stuff do I want to risk getting stolen by some teenager who's just, you know, wanting to get back at us for getting scared of the room prior? Is he going to swipe something off of the, <laughs> off of the dresser <laughs> as, he's, as he's walking through? So I don't know if that's something that will be revisited, but it has got, it's, it's become big enough or in depth enough to where it bled into the house. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. My, uh, my buddies, when I was a kid, his parents were really into it and they used to do one and it, it probably wrapped around three times through their garage and they would do these, you know, like art, just temporary frame drywall deals and there'd be holes for us to pop through, you know, through the ceiling <laughs> and the walls and stuff. Oh, wow. It was, it was super cool, but um, yeah, I mean, it's a lot of work, right? How, how long do you guys start setting up beforehand? Well, we usually have dinner somewhere in the summertime. Um, it was like June or July mm -hmm. and just talk about plans for what, what we want to do. And then usually a month before some of the, the basics start to get put together. Like if uh, Ryan has any ridiculous project that she wants to put her husband <laughs> on, like making a 15-foot Jack Skellington looking <laughs> thing out of PVC pipe, or if there's some kind of huge all-hands-on-deck project 
that's going to take a lot of labor. That might get started a full month before even October. Yeah. Okay. Around. But then a lot of the things that we'll do is, you know, shop for items that we need for costumes. Um, I don't know what other haunts do, but Brian taught me um, the importance of trying to build your haunt out as much as you can without relying on actors. Because no matter what people say, no matter what promises they make about showing up to, to help or they want to be in it, they, they want to wear a costume and they want to scare people, it is such a, a fickle beast to see who is actually going to honor their word and come and help out. Even if it's just setting up, I, I've seen so many people come through to visit, whether they're, you know, the kids are playing and they're <laughs> just like dropping off the kids or whatnot. And, and then we're hammering stuff or doing some basic carpentry <laughs> or using a skill saw to reinforce some fake plastic or uh, styrofoam graves. You'll, you'll have somebody swing by, be really impressed at what's going on, and then say they want to help. And we're sweaty and sore and tired and calloused and probably bleeding here and there from slipping or got splinters in our hands. And <laughs> of course, yeah, we'd love your help. Please, please come. And then they never do. Mm -hmm. So you have to factor that in whenever you're making a section to, to scare people, like how, how scary can you make it without relying on there being a human being planted in there to do something? Yeah, the, uh, so do you guys like shopping for decorations and props and stuff all year or is this? I do, I know that uh, there's a lot of shopping that's done right after Halloween. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think that that's our biggest one. Um, is trying to catch right after Halloween, you know, when they're doing all the really great sales or, you know, like just a couple days before we got some really cool um, fire machines um, at like a huge discounted price um, the day of Halloween. I mean, we literally went and picked them up um, on Halloween and set them out that night. We kind of just were hoping we'd get them and it ended up working out really nicely. Um, just because of the sale um, that they're having, because those those pop up stores, they do want to get rid of as much as they possibly can. And so um, you get your name on the top of their list and they'll call you and say, hey, can you come pick this up today? And if you're not there to pick it up, they'll give it to the next in line. So um, it's really being on top of a lot of that. Um, get it at cost sometimes. Yeah. And then getting things at cost or just, yeah, um, finding those those opportunities, but I, I do have a tendency to be looking all year. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting into animatronics and grifting motors out of anything electronic that breaks so I can use YouTube to teach myself how to make animated face huggers with PVC pipe and like a simple, simple motor with these do-it-yourself how-to videos online. It's always fun to repurpose something that's supposed to get thrown in the trash and turn it into something scary that you can use over and over again year after year. So the YouTube, I mean, that's got to have helped out a lot, huh? Oh, yeah. YouTube yeah. taught me a lot about music. That was one of the first things that I wanted to contribute when I jumped on was um, setting the mood. Because you can't really scare people. Uh, but really, you can't. I mean, you can startle somebody. You can make them uncomfortable. And so I like to help lean into that since we're never going to 
really properly scare somebody well how how uncomfortable can we make them? <laughs> right you know, how how creeped out can we make them with a broom that doesn't even have a person in it and music can go a long way towards achieving that by getting battery powered stereo speakers a really inexpensive ones you can find online that just plug into an inexpensive mp3 player and you rip something creepy off the internet you know find something from a movie soundtrack or a video games uh, soundtracks tend to be a uh, a wonderful place to source out scary music to create an ambient mood and those are really really helpful things that i found from youtube videos for <clears throat> increasing the anxiety and tension in an empty room so how many people are showing up idaho falls how big is that you guys aren't that far away from me oh forgive us scott it's twin falls oh yeah we're yeah twin we're falls. twin falls yeah in idaho um, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we, <laughs> so here's here's an interesting thing. So um, we we've done kind of different stuff. Um, we try to mix it up every year, and you know, my husband says to me, "Well, if we're gonna do Halloween, we gotta do it right." And um, probably our most recent investment was buying full size candy bars um, to get people to oh. come to to the haunt um, because. He says, you know, I remember when I was a kid, the full size candy bar places, that's where you want to be. And oh I said, God. yeah, you know, that that's a good idea. You know, and I remember those places when I was a kid and I thought, you know, those were the best places. They were always the people that had the coolest stuff and you always wanted to go back every year. And then unfortunately it was one of those things you're a kid and you could never find the same place every year. Um, but, you know, with the advent of technology, right, it's pretty easy to put ourselves out there. I mean, that's how you found us because we had that Facebook page and you know, we'll follow Halloween pages and stuff. But um, so we keep, we actually kept track um, of our candy bars. So not last year because COVID and everything um, kind of disrupted that. But the year prior to that, um, we actually, we had 300 full-size candy bars. We ran out and we still had people coming. Um, so we kind of, at that point, we had to keep, stop keeping track because we, we were out of candy. Um, we ended up having a guy who came by and he was like, oh, this is where all the trick-or-treaters are going. And he gave us his candy. So we were handing that out. Um, and we were like, well, that was a lifesaver because we were running out of candy. Um, so, I mean, that kind of gives you a rough idea. I mean, we still did decently well. Um, we bought more candy bars because we thought, well, COVID, people are going to want to maybe get out and do something. And we had um, planned for the social distancing and the mass and you know all of all of that stuff we took that into consideration and we still had quite a few i mean how many would you have guessed i because i didn't as well over 200 keep easy. yeah because i didn't keep track but but not like a typical year right yeah. definitely not like a typical year so which yeah, was a ours bummer was pretty dead in utah we took the kids out and it, i mean it was there were probably five other groups of people out yeah well, maybe kind of sad. Idaho, it's the wild west of it. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah. It, I felt like it was kind of a bummer too. I mean, because for being on a Saturday, it was a Saturday too. And it was the that Saturday was a bummer. Halloween. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And I was just like, this is a Saturday. We should see way more people. And, um, you know, my husband took our kids out and he said there was hardly anyone out and hardly any porch lights on, you know. Um, but uh, we were quite surprised because people were doing the 
a lot of the trunk or treats around here. I don't know if you guys had a lot of those, but um, one of my friends said he took his kids and he said, you know, there's a thousand people, no masks running around this parking lot. They're herded from one table to the next to get, you know, a little bit of candy. And he's like, this is safer. I don't know why, you know, people were we're doing that and okay with something like that, but weren't okay with necessarily trick-or-treating. So I think that that was part of our snag because we had way more trunk or treat type events this year, I think in our town than we've ever really seen. So that's, that's sort of pushing its way through though, for the past like 10, 15 years, I've noticed. Yeah. I've noticed the holiday like slowly declining. I don't know. When I was a kid, it was a huge deal. I mean, you'd watch like Home Improvement. Roseanne would have their, you know, when you were eating dinner, they would have their oh. holiday specials. All the grocery stores would decorate every like it just seems to like die off more and more each year. Well, that it, just might be a cultural shift associated with the, the ease and convenience of having everything brought to us. Yeah. Well, as a society, we've become a lot more accustomed to just pressing a button. And then getting the thing that we want brought to us. And so if that's the childhood you have, the buttons and the delivery, then yeah. I mean, a trunk or treat's gonna be right up your alley. Oh, good. I get to get two bags worth of sweets in one parking lot. <laughs> Sign me up. I want to go back yeah. home and be depressed in my kitchen. <laughs> play on my phone. <laughs> play on my phone, yeah. It's just crazy because I mean when I when I was a kid, man, it was a like it was the whole month, you know. You looked forward yeah. to it. And now like they don't really do anything in my kids' school. My kids don't really care that much for it. Like none of their friends do. It's it kind of sucks. Do you guys see it kind of dying out or it might be. I'd be I'd be a horrible barometer for that because I light up in October. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every time of year. I I, I don't uh, I guess I'm a a, a poor shepherd of my neighbor's feelings because <laughs> I pay little attention to how much they're into it. I'm just uh, crawling on the walls happy. Yeah, I planted my Indian corn last night and my pumpkins a week ago. So nice. I'm nice looking done. forward to it. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I would say, you know, because I'm very, very into it, I have been for a long time. And, um, we kind of split duties. Um, the kids love to go out trick-or-treating. You know, my kids love it. Um, their friends are totally into it. Um, and they grew up around it. And I think that they have seen that and they are very much into it. Um, you know, a lot of the, the stuff that, uh, you know, I think would maybe scare normal kids does not scare They're not faced by it. Um, we were in the newspaper, um, a few years in a row, um, for our haunt and I have a picture of my oldest when she was she must have been two or three she's just holding a zombie arm and it's just as happy as can be and you know everybody's like well you let your kid have have something like that I'm like it's a fake plastic arm you know I mean like it why would I teach her to be scared of something like that you know it doesn't didn't make sense to me and I kind of got it like I got what some parents were saying and um, we just recently interestingly enough had a neighbor um, move right next door to us and he loves Halloween is super obsessed and his wife was pregnant this year and said that he couldn't go all out on Halloween this year because 
she just didn't have the energy to put into it being all pregnant. And he says, but next year he's going to go bigger. And he wanted to make it a competition between the houses. I said, let's do it. Let's team up, you know, and he, he was all oh, about no. it. Let's, let's farm out some of the labor. Right. Let's get him to join us. <laughs> I know. That's nice. I'm like, let's do it. I'm, I'm down. I mean, he was out there building stuff by himself. And I said, stop stealing my ideas. <laughs> like back off. But uh, he, he was all about it. So that was, that was refreshing. Um, to see, but his um, oldest kid had a little bit of a problem with our house because it was uh, it's definitely a little, I think for some kids, yeah, definitely a little scary. Did uh, are you guys getting yours all planned out here now, or you got a couple more months before you start? I probably you think it's going to be a better year this year. Um, here in Idaho, very likely. Again, the, the locals here just they're not concerned. Okay. They're just not concerned. I can easily see things returning to status quo this October. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean, like I said, I, I, we definitely put a dent um, with COVID and especially being on Saturday, we should have had way more. Um, but I suspect that um, next year, um, or well, this year, I guess not next year. Yeah, it's now this, this year. year. Um, but I, I would... Um, honestly it is on a Sunday so I mean there is that but um I don't think I don't think we'll have too much of an issue is Idaho pretty religious I know Utah is pretty religious so Sunday so, is probably gonna yeah. it's uh yeah oh yeah definitely okay I, I think Sundays Sundays and Mondays um Halloween are they're a they are a little bit more difficult um well we could but, always run it on saturdays we and we have we've done that in the past like done it on a saturday yeah, uh, we just had to put the info out there yeah we just advertised like well hey we'll do it on saturday and then just let trick-or-treaters come sunday if they want to um, but that's something that we have done before so okay does that i mean do you get a pretty big turnout when you do it on a saturday or, or like the day before um you know, it's really a hit and miss. I, it really depends on like how, first of all, I have to honestly be dedicated to advertising because that is like the biggest key. Um, if you're doing it the day before um, it, or like on a weekend or something when it wouldn't normally be Halloween, um, that is definitely the biggest, the biggest key. And oh, I, and weather, weather, weather is nuts. Weather is depend. Yeah. yeah we depends. never know what we're going to get. <laughs> so I, yeah, I mean, it just, I have to put in the effort. So it is effort on that, that end, because if I don't put in the effort, then no, we don't see the numbers because that's not typically when people go out. Um, but I think we still do decently okay on a Sunday or Monday. I've never seen anything like this. That wasn't like a, a professional draw, you know, like a, a ticket taking establishment. Mm -hmm. we, this is all volunteer. Right. We don't, we don't charge anything. We should put a donation bucket out. This stuff is so expensive. <laughs> well, we, you know, we, I did try that one year. You weren't around for that. But I did try that one year and people like are so funny. They like, ah, oh, like patting their pockets, you know? And I'm just like, ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. My, uh, my friend's parents, theirs was free, but I have been to ones where they like, have you pay to get in? in like a neighborhood and I, I don't think they had quite the turnout that the free ones had which is crazy because I mean it's like once a year it's a pretty big attraction a lot that goes into it and you're not going to find it anywhere else you know right 
Yeah, well, I, I think um, I think people just generally speaking aren't aware of how much actual like nonstop physical labor goes into it. There'll be vacations, <laughs> <laughs> right. vacations taken just so we can step away from our jobs long enough to work this part-time job um, in sometimes very, very unpleasant weather, depending on the day, you know, it is Idaho, so. Yeah, see, we were in Southern California, so it was always oh, great. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're like, oh, we're good. <laughs> yeah, Utah is a totally different thing. I, I mean, the first year we went trick-or-treating in Utah and the kids had their big snow jackets over their costume. It was like, is this even Halloween? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you guys are spoiled. Like here in Idaho, when my mom would be like, put on a coat, it's cold. I'm like, no, nobody could see my costume. We would run around for hours um and it didn't matter how cold it was we never complained once yeah she started with four siblings down to two it's crazy <laughs> yeah no 40 degrees is cold to us yeah i bet like that is that is definitely being spoiled for sure but yeah we don't my kids won't even go out with the with the coat on they don't want to cover their costumes um you know and we've learned to adapt our costumes to to our weather especially when we're doing a lot of outdoor stuff you know it's just really um adapting to our environment and i don't know how many times because of how much work we put into it's never fails like we get halloween night we start turning something on and it's not working we're like this was just working yesterday or the wind, knocks everything, or the wind knocks everything down and we're putting it up the morning of yeah. it is insane um that amount of anxiety that you get when you're like okay we're prepared and then no <laughs> But yeah, no, it's like it's a one one time shot type of deal. That's what's right. crazy about mm -hmm. it. We've been like, really blessed that it nothing's ever happened on Halloween. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, um, <clears throat> excuse me, like some horrible sleet or or snowstorm or anything. It's it's never really happened on Halloween proper the night that we've. That maybe maybe that's why we should keep doing it on Halloween. Maybe as soon as we start forcing it on a Saturday, then that's when we're going to jinx ourselves yeah. and get all the bad mojo. Maybe that's why we keep getting a perfect night for Halloween proper. You know, if, if it snows, you could always go with like a Krampus theme or something. Then it oh, that's true. That is you know, true. Add to the horror. <laughs> and then I could just leave it up for Christmas. Yeah, yeah, great. No. <laughs> that, yeah, that's starting to get fashionable to bring out all the krampus and bell's nickel stuff now so oh yeah yeah for sure oh, i just want to get rid of christmas altogether i want to bump it off of the calendar push up thanksgiving into the christmas spot and just have halloween for two months straight <laughs> that's, that's my that's when i'm president well that's that's my platform you know they have that that show um gravity falls and they do summerween summer ween okay. yeah um it's it's a great cartoon by the way it's it's very weird um, yeah no summer ween <laughs> i've never seen that episode my kids like it it's one of the better cartoons of this generation i've noticed it is it, it is a geniusly made too um and it has all the eerie creepy stuff in it which is even better for me so I like it, but they did the Summerween episode and the every year Gravity Falls celebrates Summerween and they go to the, they have the pop-up stores that come and they're going Summerween shopping and they're trying to find the perfect costume and they have to like, they're the two twins, they're getting, um, the, the boy especially, he likes this girl and he, it, it's so funny because he, oh, you're not going to go 
trick-or-treating right or like summer I think they call it summer weaning um because they're trick-or-treating in the summertime he's like no 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 and he's like putting up this big front like he's not gonna go and it's it's kind of funny because he wants to be with the the older kids and not do that and so like it is quite hilarious but they they do all the pranks and they get ready for for summer wean and the grunkle the grunkle stan um he loves it he's all about summer weans that's his favorite thing so we just need to do a summer wean like a whole bunch of us who like halloween just need to get together and be like we're doing this i think with the power of social media man i think you could actually do it you could just make a holiday right i think it would be genius have you guys ever seen the uh the show raising hope i have extensively yeah against my will sometimes but it's a great (laughs) show it's just uh the significant other the missus is always watching it and so i'm always watching it that uh episode where they do the arbor day man i've every year i tell myself i'm gonna you know have papa woody come and put a whole bunch I don't know. It just seems like that that part of the year seems like to be the time when I have the least amount of money. So, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I think, though, we might be onto something and you heard it here first. It's it's all about summer ween because I'm stealing it from Gravity Falls. So I'm not going to take credit for the idea, but I'm going to make it real. make it real because I mean, think about it. We wouldn't even have to worry about weather. Yeah, well, that's a genius. We would have to worry about costumes costumes but online ordering i just mean um the heat oh yeah you know because i'm getting all sweaty (laughs) frail and nordic (laughs) you're at night though yeah that's true that's true well summertime we don't really have night (laughs) (laughs) well i mean some kids might but we just have to talk them into it but we could do it. It is so much is so much better looking at night. I'm really impressed with some of the decorations that we've been able to put up over the years. But there's something about the way some of these rooms look, the way they pop when things are kind of obfuscated by darkness. Like um, one year we had uh, this cobweb area and. It was littered with black lights. These big, large black light bulbs were hung up strategically to light up an enclosed area where we spent what two, three days stretching out. <laughs> just a lot of cobweb. So much cobweb, just stretching to create this kind of enclosed cobweb cave. And then when you put the little black fake spiders all over everything, they we're kind of hard to see, but turn on those black lights at night and all the cobweb just glows this bright iridescent blue tint and every single little fake spider that we littered in the cobwebs, you could see clear as day. And of course that only worked at night. Um, yeah. There's something to be said for, for darkness falling and what it does to our, our presence presentation i'll see even with christmas same thing it looks better at night you know? yeah that's true yeah there's something definitely about something being cold and dark <laughs> cold and dark so we like it <laughs> so do you guys do anything else for halloween like one of the things we do is we'll watch uh, a horror movie every day every night of october well i do that 
but just personally because i love horror movies i'll i'll do that same exact thing in october try to find some gems of course there's a lot of clunkers probably more clunkers than gems but it's a fun ritual yeah so, yeah absolutely what's your like, favorite halloween movie whoa mm -hmm. that's a tough one that's a good question that's a loaded question <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, I'd say that one of the, the heavy hitters that I think is one of the few horror movies that I'm going back to with this monthly ritual of, of watching at least one horror movie every night in October um, is called Trick or Treat. It's, okay. uh, it's become a cult classic really shortly after it was released. And that is one of the few movies that I will intentionally revisit, like put it on the menu. Whereas there's just so many horror movies that are made every year. Yeah. There's 30 new movies to watch every single year. And um, I don't have a whole lot of space in that, uh, in that month to squeeze in movies that I've already seen. So that being said, I think um, that trick or treat movie is, fun enough to get rewatched every year yeah yeah that one that one's a good one i don't know i i mean i don't know if i i don't watch that one every year but i definitely um i i like my old fallbacks you know because i grew up as a kid you know garfield's halloween and um you know uh the adventures of ichabod and mr toad right so you watch the legend of sleepy hollow the old disney classic and i yeah. i have to say if i watch anything it'll be that that old Disney classic um, of Sleepy Hollow. Um, there's just something about it um, that's just very nostalgic for me. So, I mean, it's not really scary, but I'll make sure I take the time to, to watch out with the kids and, and do that. I mean, because we've spent so much time, I think, just building the haunt and putting it together that, you know, by the end of the day, there are just days that I'm just like, I, I want to do this, but I'm tired. Um, but those are, those ones are the ones I will try to, to visit, even if I just put them on in the background, um, you know, and just have them playing. That's a really good point. I do feel like towards the end of the month, we're really getting into it, that those last couple of weeks of labor and then the movie ritual of trying to watch a, another scary movie every night, it, it does kind of feel like work. And maybe that's why I'm becoming so desensitized to scary movies is I'm already fatigued by the time I turn the movie on. And now I just don't have any energy or willpower to even be slightly rattled. Like, okay, well, okay, monster Q and three, two. Oh, there it is. All right, time to shower in bed. So maybe that's sure. Maybe that's why I get scared anymore. Huh. Yeah, um, we watched. Oh, Scott, what, what do I owe you for that uh, that therapy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we watched. Uh, the trick or treat. This was the first year we ever saw that, but we really liked it. It was pretty good. And then the uh, Ichabod. I mean, that's tried to watch that every year since the kids were born. But every Halloween, my wife and I have been together. It's like eighteen Halloweens. We've watched the uh, two thousand and four Texas Chainsaw. Oh, oh wow! That nice. Was yeah. That's just like it came out around the time our first Halloween, so we've watched it every Halloween. Nice. That's really cool. Nice. That's really cool. You can't well, you can't beat some of those ones like that. Like they're just too good, but there are so many 
it just it is hard to pick i think they're relatively inexpensive to make compared to a lot of other you know yeah. movies or what you get on the screen versus what it costs to put into it well and that's I think that's why so many filmmakers start out with mm -hmm. horror movies in their that's the great thing about Halloween movies, though, because like our Christmas movies, we pretty much watch the same thing every year. Yeah. We've got so many horror movies on voodoo that like, you know, we don't have to watch them every year. It's like every three years or so. Oh, yeah, yeah. And that just helps mix it up a little, you know. Well, on topic, let me squeeze in a plug here. Uh, Ryan's husband made a scary movie. Was it last year or the year before? It's a year. It was. It wasn't last year. Because I know it took a long time yeah, to edit, of course. But. Yeah, it was uh, the year before. Because it. Well, it's right there, but I don't know. It, Isn't it on Amazon year. Prime? It is like, on is Amazon it? Prime. It's 2019, okay. so it was. Yeah, he so finished it. The movie is called Gobo Fango, and it's about a local legend of a of a ghost of. Well, I don't want to get too too into it because a lot of that is covered in the synopsis, mm -hmm. but. It was, um, it was a lot of fun to watch. I enjoyed it, especially because I knew a lot of the people involved. It was, it was like, hey, I know that guy. I know that girl. And, um, you know, I, I had some minor contributions, like key grip type stuff, heavy shoveling and <laughs> building, building of sets. Uh, and so that was really cool to have a super tiny, sliver of a part of something and see it just plastered on the internet for everybody to to come check out that's really cool yeah no i'm gonna have you said it's on amazon Amazon yeah prime. yeah if you have prime it's free for prime members i think it's like 99 cents for non-prime members or some something along those lines he just the prime just accepted it um onto their i, I don't know what you call it like their platformer yeah yeah, I guess we we'll call it a platform, but right. yeah. So we just go, yeah, go, go, fango. It's it's definitely an interesting one. Our, our Halloween stuff definitely came in handy. Yeah. yeah that's, that's really <laughs> I mean, he was lucky he had me. Yeah. I got some new props out of that too. That he was is. just like, hey, I want to make this movie. I'm like, great. And he's like, buying buy stuff. This. I'm like, fantastic. Oh, that do works you need well. This for the movie, <laughs> right? Dual function. <laughs> like, you need this prop. And he's like, what does that have to just don't, don't talk about it. Don't think about it. <laughs> I get some props here yeah but we're exactly. running at the the 40 minute mark so you guys want to like tell everybody uh what your what's going on for this year and where they can look you up and everything sure well yeah sure it sounds like business as usual you know knock on wood as long as <laughs> right. nothing bad happens but um yeah we should be hosting the the haunt uh, same as usual um i guess thanks to this conversation i'm not sure if we're gonna push for a saturday haunt or if we're just going to be superstitious and <laughs> stick to <laughs> stick to the halloween proper because I mean, weather-wise, it just seems to have been so good to us every single year to actually run it on Halloween. But updates can be found on our Facebook page for Fear Incorporated Presents the Carnival of Extraordinary Wonders. Okay. Yeah, we, we try to be as on top of our Facebook page um, as we can. Um, so you won't, if anybody follows us, you're not going to get flooded 
with a bunch of stuff. We mostly post around Halloween um, and we try to do most of our plugs through, through our Facebook um, page. Um, but it, we're pretty, um, we're not as active um, during the rest of the year until we start planning and building and we might give sneak peeks or whatever, it but- a break, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but that's, <laughs> but it's all, it's all on there. I think our, um, if I, I put it on the, the our address is um, 634 Carriage Lane in Twin Falls, Idaho. Um, and it is on there, but I have had people say, oh, I've gone to the, to the Facebook page and it's acting weird or something. It doesn't tell you where it's at or there, there's a price, you know, they'll ask me if there's a price. And I'm like, no, you know, we, we do it because we love it. We want people to come out, check it out. But um, there's pictures of last year on there um, of what we did and how it looked and um, all of the, the years since we've had the Facebook page, uh, we've been pretty good about posting posting stuff and um, making sure it gets up there and you can interact with our page and because um, we have a community section um, where you can post your comment or do whatever you know and we we want people to keep in mind you know like basically you know it is free um, we just want to have you to have fun we want to have fun um, so you know we encourage people if you can come join us and visit us and get a candy bar they're big ones they're big ones they're yeah, big ones geez, man the big ones, that's got to be pricey. Do you at least get a bulk set? Like we're, we might get cut off. Uh, Zoom cuts me off after 40 minutes. But do you guys get a, get them in like a bulk sale or are you yeah. just going yeah, to the we grocery do. store? Costco. 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 Yep. Yep. We try to bulk as cheapest. So, <laughs> yep. yep. Cash and carry, whatever. Yeah. Just whoever has them, whoever has them. And what kind of candy are you guys going with your favorite candy or are you just trying to get a little bit of everything? We, we do um, Reese's and Hershey's and M&M's and just all the, we try to get a variety. That's, it's important. Variety is key. Man, it sounds like you guys got a sweet setup though. That's, it's pretty fun. Just, uh, we're, we're so glad. Out, yeah, come check it out. Yeah, and... I don't know. I don't know how far away you guys are. I know Idaho is like two hours away from me, but probably about four hours. Yeah, yeah, depending on where you're at in Utah, it's, yeah, a couple hours. I'd yeah. have to come check it out a couple days before Halloween. Yeah. Which you guys are pretty much set up before then, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're pretty much, I mean, we're just doing test runs the last couple days, making sure at night everything's looking good. Um, but Rain, yeah, there's no wind, right? Yeah, <laughs> wind. Oh. But um, but Scott, we really appreciate you inviting us um, and letting us talk and hang out and you know just doing what we love because it's it's pretty awesome. I was pretty plugging our stuff. And yeah. stuff. Thank you guys for coming on, man. Uh, maybe when it gets closer to Halloween, I can have you back on, and then oh, yeah. uh, by that time plan. I'll have. I don't know if I'm buying Zoom. I'm just sort of testing it out. The last podcasting software I was using had some uh, latency issues. So before I bought Zoom, I wanted to make sure the audio quality was good on it before I spend the 15 bucks a month. That's right, definitely. Um, well, shoot us your, your podcast. I want to follow you. You talk about some cool stuff. Yeah, I want to listen to other I crazy listen people to what that are you, doing the same stuff yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, we got uh, got some paranormal investigators. I just last week I talked to a lady that runs a corn maze and a pumpkin patch. And I know it's a little little early for the Halloween stuff, but it's what I like. Never. So that's what's on my podcast. Yeah, okay. never. It's never too too early. 
um we're we're always down so yeah i want to i want to see that link so that we can link to your podcast and support you and we're glad that you're willing to support people like us it's super awesome yeah no just send me send me the best picture you guys got for the the haunt itself and then give me all those links anything you want i'll put them in the description and it should be out either monday or wednesday awesome that's great so glad thanks again scott Thank you guys. You guys have a good night. You too. Bye. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the episode. Make sure you go and check out Fear Incorporated Presents the Carnival of Extraordinary Wonders on their Facebook page. You'll get some good ideas for Halloween, and I'm telling you, it's never too early to start getting prepared for that stuff. I hope you guys have planted your pumpkins, your Indian corn, and uh, your holiday goes smooth here in about seven months or so. But yeah, then go check out the Yurt Cast Facebook page as well and give this uh, episode a thumbs up. Share it around a little bit. Thank you. <laughs>